Welcome to the Lance Wallnow Show today. Oh boy, this is this is interesting because at the last minute, I changed everything I was going to cover because of this footage we have exposing the corruption of this whole January 6th uh, pipe bomb story. I'm going to actually show you the FBI footage. We got a hold of it. It's going to blow your mind. How do you sleep at night? You might say with uh, all these things that are happening in the world. Well, I'll tell you the secret. My friend Mike Lindell just sent to me. 200 pillows, Mercedes Sparks, he sent, actually, you got him to send them, 200 of these pillows for a conference I just did down at the Trump Doral Hotel last weekend. And, uh, and I was thinking, do you know what the difference is? I actually am one of those guys that wakes up at night, and if I feel the heat on my face, I have to flip over my pillow. I have to wake up periodically. Mike's come up with a new pillow that is a temperature-regulated uh, kind of technology so that it cools you off and doesn't build up that heat under your head, so you have to wake up and flip. I don't know if you do this, but I do this several times a night. He's got the solution, 50% off. He's allowing us to get a special discount. Mm -hmm. You want to go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code LANCE. Off the ordinary, like, 50% off price, he's going to give you an additional percentage off for working with me. Mike and I stand together in the business of saving America, no matter how hard they hit at us. We hit back because we support each other. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code LANCE, and get that heat temperature regulated pillow so you can sleep at night just like I'm about to start to do. And let's get into the show. Today, I'm particularly, uh, you know, not stressed out, but I'm distracted because there's so much going on that we could talk about. In the producer assistant chair over there is producer assistant Will Boone. He is our 22-year-old guy who normally is in the back of the office working on... Uh, what do you do back there as an assistant producer? Uh, normally during the shoots, I'm taking notes and just making sure that you're talking about the things that you are needing to be talking about. Oh, okay. Well, he's got <laughs> some job back there. Now, anyway, but so today he was showing me the footage of the January 6th story that nobody's covering. And this, this, this is so big. I mean... You guys know, if you're following anything at all, Peter Navarro has been sentenced to four months in prison because the fake January 6th committee, which has, uh, by the way, destroyed evidence and testimony and information, put itself together in order to build a narrative uh, in Washington to Trump-hating non-MAGA Republicans and the rest of them Democrats, all with the intent of trying to link the populist movement of believers in America that are trying to restore America to sanity to uh, terror or to extremism. And, and it's, it makes you mad when you see a guy Navarro, who is, a, who, is a, who is a trusted Treasury advisor to Trump on how to deal with China, he, he got put in leg irons in public in order to humiliate him uh, when he, they could have simply asked him to come down to the, uh, the FBI and meet with them. And now the guy's off, you know, sentenced to prison because of a corrupt January 6th committee who called him forward and he refused to go see them. How corrupt are they, you might ask? Well, Will, you're sitting here today in our studio audience, or actually on our desk, um, <laughs> and you've showed me some footage which has just come out of what was going on with the pipe bomb. Now, the pipe bomb is the story you didn't hear about on January 6th. Why, if you have the dangerous MAGA movement putting bombs in uh, right outside where the vice president, Kamala Harris, says, why, if we have explosives, was that not a story? I'll tell you why. Because 
if plan A failed, which was the insurrection distraction at the, at the, the Capitol, plan B was the bombs, the pipe bombs. And so uh, we find out that, oh, well, we, it's not really a story. Don't worry about the pipe bombs. Why not worry about the pipe bombs? I think they were planted. That's why we're supposed to ignore this story. But you've got some footage. So, Will, walk us through what you've got. All right. So um, on January 18th, this footage was posted. Um, so this is from January 6th. Um, this is at 1.05 p.m. So here on the right side of the screen, you see these two cars. There's a white car and a black car there. There's a guy standing right next to this white car. He is actually uh, Metro PD, and he is in informing them of the pipe bomb that has been spotted right outside right, So frame. you see the guy walking. So he's walking away. He, he just informed them there's a pipe bomb. There is a pipe bomb. That's what you would do when you see the Secret Service, you know, let them know what's going on. So he's just informed them of this bomb that's going on. Um, so we can go to the next clip. So the next clip here, um, there's nothing really going on in this clip, and that's the point, Lance, because if Secret Service was informed of a pipe bomb, you would think they would be taking action. Oh, we need to get Kamala Harris out of here. We need to evacuate the premises. So we need to... Or, or at least keep people from walking past the bomb. Exactly. There's still people walking across the street. They're but, still drinking their coffee and right, hanging out. This entire clip is of nothing happening, which is the problem here. Um, and it takes them about a minute to get out of their car. I think towards the end of this clip, they eventually get out of their car. Um, but it takes them a minute to even just get out of the car. So if we go to the next clip. Are you that are listening to the podcast, you just got to visualize. Yes, so describe I'll, I'll, this for the audience exactly. who can't so see here, this. Right, now a guy now is we're getting the out of the clip. car. There's people out of standing out of their car. Um, and they're just standing out the car. They're not trying to get people out. They're not trying to make a plan. They're not trying to get the vice president of the United States away from this bomb. They're just talking and chit-chatting, nothing really going on. And they're not putting tape around it. They're not blocking the area off. They, no, they don't seem concerned. They're basically even for, ignoring it. Right. They don't seem conform, concerned for Kamala Harris. Um, okay, so let's go to the next clip. Uh, this will three, be clip, we got three kind of lollygagging. Clip five here. They're so walking people are like walking slow through. walking. They're... And coming up right up here, the camera guy finally, oh, let's see where this pipe bomb is. Let's go over here. So right here in between these two benches, you can't quite see it in this footage. It's right there. There's a little shining thing right there in that bush. The There's timer was right there. There's a thing in the bush near that cup of coffee. To the left of this bush. The pipe bomb is right there. Got it on footage. But the other crazy thing is here on January 6th, on this day, it was a windy day. That, that coffee cup shouldn't have been just sitting there all day long if it was planted the night before, like the story says. So this is saying that there was somebody there. They set their coffee cup down. All right, so here we have the Secret Service uh, coming up and approaching. So here, this is the next clip. They're walking over. This is so, this, and the point is, this is such suspicious behavior. Right, children are passing by this pipe bomb, and they're not worried about it at all. And here's clip seven here. When this guy comes up on the right side, he's taking a picture of this pipe bomb, Lance. Takes a picture of the pipe bomb, thumbs up to the crowd, and then we're out of here. They got, and they didn't even go over to get it? No, they just took the picture of it. And now, and they're still not even gone yet. The cars are still there. So the thumbs up, I got the picture. We have the pipe bomb. There it is, pipe bomb. We're all good to go. All right, so folks, Here's, obviously, you're questioning like I'm questioning. If there's a bomb, why aren't they, like, putting yellow tape and getting the bomb squad out there? They don't, they shouldn't know. They should be this casual about it. 
They should be, you know, literally, there should be like, you know, stop this traffic on the on the street. Right. None of that. It's Not as though all. they know this is a dud prop that is being used for uh, political purposes. And yeah, we know about it. Now, here's the point. I want you to go to uh, the graphic 21. When questions were raised about what was the Secret Service being told uh, in terms of texts, like they're conscientious Secret Service. Somehow the police or the FBI are communicating with them and they're, they're telling them, uh, stand down or chill out or listen, this is, we've already investigated this. Somebody who knows the real story is actually in communicating something to the Secret Service that indicates that you don't have to worry about this. All right, National Archives asked Secret Service to probe deleted text. What text message were the Secret Service getting? The potential loss of the records first came to light last week when the Department of Homeland Security of Inspector General in a letter obtained by the Associated Press told lawmakers the Secret Service messages between January 5th and January 6th were all erased. Oh, it's all part of a device replacement program. The watchdog said the messages were deleted after they had been requested as part of an investigation. What is that? Well, you know what I'm reading right there? I'm reading how the government destroyed the evidence of what they were saying to each other in text and used the excuse that on the most significant day, the day when you have a million or more people coming to Washington, a day when you have Plan A, which is the insurrection plan, Plan B, which is the pipe bomb, this is the day. It's like having the World Series and like uh, the and the and 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 ABC and NBC and, and and Fox all decide to replace their cameras on the day of the World Series. You don't replace your phones and devices on January fifth or sixth unless you're lying about how come you don't have the information. Right. And one more thing, Lance. Even um, after all of this thing, all these things happen, they plant the bomb as the day goes on. They still went to go disarm this bomb with a bomb safe robot because they had to put up the optics of, this is a real pipe bomb, we're gonna go destroy it as it should be. But they just wasted time, they wasted services, all just to put up this front to then start the distraction and to then forward the narrative of January 6th and then the day plays on as it goes. Now the footage we don't have playing for you is the hooded person, the suspect, who is believed to have planted the pipe bomb. A hooded suspect. They have cameras work of a guy with a hood, and he's on a cell phone talking as he's doing it. Strange to find out. There's uh, no record. I guess AT&T or Verizon can't seem to uh, find who that person was on the phone. Now, mind you, they go after all the January 6th grandmas and people that went into the Capitol because they can, they can utilize the, uh, the digital signal of your phone and follow it back to your house and, by, and see where the digital device goes. They don't get a name, they get a number, they follow the number, and so they could geo-target who was in the Capitol and go knock on the door and say, we know where you were because we tracked you by your phone. And your phone records show that you were in Washington. And so why couldn't they track the most interesting suspect I could find, I could think of, which would be the person in the hood who planted the bomb? Evidently, they don't want to find them because they, they don't have the data. They don't have the data on the Secret Service. They don't have the data on the guy with the hood. And, uh, and the next segment, I'm going to show you where 
Barry Loudermilk, the congressman from Georgia, who's overseeing the investigation that was done by January 6th, he's discovering that there's, they blocked, they, they've stopped sending him information. There's information they, black, they put in a black hole and they destroyed that uh, Benny Johnson, in charge of this investigation, isn't giving him the password to access. In other words, why are they hiding information? Why are they destroying information? Why are devices uh, said that they're you know, being replaced? Uh, why are cell phones not able to be traced? And this is with a, this is with a government that has a trillion-dollar intelligence community that could track you if you go to Washington, but can't find a potential bomber. And I'll tell you why. It's because this is all orchestrated. And this is the intelligence community working uh, within its own ranks in order to set up a narrative because they dread, they are afraid that Trump and you are actually going to return to power. And uh, all that I could say is thank God that we could get this message out on a platform like this and tell you, you need to pray for the exposure of truth. Pray that the God of truth is going to reveal and pull back the layers of deception and fraud. Pray for Barry Loudermilk by name, that he'll have the courage and the tenacity to go after this because he is, I'll show you in a minute, he's on this and he's going to expose it. And Mike Johnson is behind exposing it also. We'll be right back. I wanted to take a minute to talk about one of my great heroes of the faith, which is Mike Lindell. What's really cool about Mike is it's not just the pillow. It's the fact that the guy makes really cool products. For instance, I start my day off with a my coffee. I had a cup of coffee uh, the other day here in the office, and I said, no, I want that. It wasn't like Starbucks. It tastes better. And it was Mike's coffee. I said, what is it? They go, Mike Lindell's coffee. I said, my gosh, get a bunch of my coffees. Now, the best way to start the day is you put on these slippers, right? And have your my coffee. If you've not worked with these slippers yet, I'm not kidding you. There's a special kind of a design that Mike has uh, put into these with four layers of cushion with a solid sole and a fur interior. I call it my sip and slip strategy. I start my day off by slipping on my slippers and having a sip of Mike's coffee. But you know what else I'm curious about now? Because I've got to check out the 2.0 pillow. The 2.0 pillow actually is designed so that it distributes the heat of your own head, your face, you know, you're lying there. And it, it uh, makes it so the pillow's always cool. Now, I like that, because I wake up in the middle of the night and have to flip over my pillow because it gets hot. Mike's solved that problem. I want you to go to MyPillow.com, promo code Lance, because you can get a discount that I've set up for the pillows, for the coffee, and uh, for the slippers. And do it today. You'll be happy. Welcome back to the Lance Well Now Show. We have just discussed... The um, January 6th pipe bomb curiosity, which is uh, why is it that there's no information uh, you know, on what was going on? Why is it that the bomb was never treated like a bomb? What was the lack of urgency? What, what in the world would the Secret Service being told that would tell them to stand down and not treat this thing like a priority when it's being discovered by Capitol Police? And uh, where's the text of the communication? Why were they suddenly dissolved and, and they're missing? And... And uh, January 6th is going to continue to unravel because the narrative that was being sold to America was a lie. Now, uh, Barry Loudermilk is the, is the man given House administration oversight of a subcommittee that is actually gathering all the necessary information to investigate that January 6th. It's because the Republicans now, they have a chance to go, whoa, wait a second. 
A lot of weird stuff happened on January 6th. You guys are covering up, and you're lying about. We'd like to get some facts. So proceeding like lawyers do, Barry's been getting this, the, the facts. But I want to play cut 20, video 20, because I started watching Barry back in August of 23, when he says, this is a weird story, and, and it's been lost. Five servicemen, FBI agents that expose corruption lose their job. Five police that are saying something weird was going on January 6th. They report it to the has-to-be-corrupt inspector general working with the Democrats, hired by the Democrats, lying for the Democrats. He's told, hey, something weird is going on. All of them lost their jobs for exposing things they saw on January 6th. And I don't know if this story's ever been followed up on. And, and what's weird is Barry says uh, he's going to, he asked for the right to make sure there'd be no interference with future people we interview. Forget that. I want to go interview those five that were fired, don't you? I want to hear exactly what they said. All right, play, play the segment. That right after January 6th, we had several Capitol Police whistleblowers go to that inspector general and tell them of things that they knew that was happening. Somehow, the Capitol Police finds out who those people are and they fire them. Wow. So there was actually no confidentiality, as the law requires, within the inspector general's office. Somebody in the inspector general's office went back to Capitol Police and said, hey, these, these people are coming over and reporting what's going on. So I, one of the first questions I ask, I ask this of the chief of the police and of the inspector general, one, will you make every person that works for you available for us to question? The answer was yes. And two, will you ensure to me that they will be protected and there'll be no retaliation? Both have told me yes. So uh, hopefully they're going to hold to that word and we'll be able to uh, not only get some answers, but fix a problem. Yeah. And that's all you're trying to do, right? You're not trying to score political points like the last committee. You're just trying to get things exactly. fixed so we're safer. <laughs> fix the problem. See, that's, a, that's an actual responsible adult in Washington. But that's not what they're, the, uh, that's what they're up to. They're up to, up to creating a problem and hiding it. So I want to go to, uh, you hear what I'm saying? That's why Barry should be talking to the policemen that were fired. Why don't you listen to Barry comes back two weeks ago. Since August, he's been working on all this information, right? Barry comes back and reports uh, he's convinced the entire January 6th thing was a narrative they were pushing and not the truth. And he's being stonewalled on getting documentation that has been deliberately withheld from him that is going to be incredibly important in proving the, uh, improving the let's just say, the, the lies that have been sold to the American public. Uh, let's let's go to uh, where do we want to go? Oh yeah, Cassidy Hutchinson. Remember Cassidy Hutchinson, by the way. This is the uh, the gal who started off the proceedings in January 6th by saying that Donald Trump grabbed the wheel of the beast, they call it, which is the the presidential limo, and he was fighting with the Secret Service in order to get the limousine to uh, where the uh, protest was going on. And what's weird about that is it's a completely fabricated story. However, the J6 committee and all the news covered it relentlessly as evidence that Trump was out of his mind leading this dangerous insurrection. The problem is every step of the president's journey, every minute of what he does is actually covered by the Secret Service. It's in a document. It's in a file. And it shows that there was not one moment when Trump actually 
planned on being at the Capitol during that protest, nor is there evidence from a Secret Service agent who testified that he tried to grab a wheel or fought with them. It was a completely fabricated story. But uh, let, uh, let's play cut eight so you can hear what uh, Loudermilk says. I don't want you to forget about Cassidy Hutchinson because we have a tendency to, 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 you know, to memory hold these things and forget about them. Remember, this is where the J6 hearing started. Let's listen to what he says. Well, we're always concerned with that, Amanda, especially dealing with this, uh, this group. However, she just published a book that just came out a few weeks ago. So you would That's think right. that a lot of that information that she still has in a box somewhere uh, is producing this book. And I can tell you, I do have a copy of it. My staff, our committee has copies of the book, uh, as well as some others who have uh, written books. And we're going through that as well to help us in kind of directing some of our questions for her, because we want to get those documents, we want to get the evidence, and then we want to talk to her. We want to see what was really driving her to significantly change her testimony uh, from somewhat in favor of Donald Trump to adamantly opposed to him. Yeah. On that point, sir, there has been a report, I think in the Business Insider it was, that they saw some GSA records. We haven't been able to find them yet ourselves. We've been trying. All right, let me just say something here. She significantly changed her uh, story tw uh, from what she had originally said. The question is, why would somebody significantly change their original testimony? Why would they do that? And uh, we just got 27 seconds. Play video nine. I just want to. I want to complete this thought. The mainstream media was lied to by this select committee. They were duped by this committee. They ought to be as angry about this as other people are because they should expect a level of trust just like the American people do because the American people have a right to know the truth and people in the press have a right to know the truth as well. And uh, I think that mainstream media ought to be as upset about what we're uncovering as, uh, as anybody else ought to be, but they just don't seem to be. Why do you think it is that uh, the mainstream media is not interested in um, the pipe bomb? Why isn't mainstream media interested in Cassidy Hutchinson having her testimony contradicted by the Secret Service that was with Trump? Why do you suppose mainstream media isn't interested in, in the um, deletion of text information and data? Didn't you tell me that there's terabytes of data? I, I, didn't, I didn't want to keep cannibalizing that interview with Solomon, but I mean, I mean Loudermilk goes on to say that they have, that there's data that has been uh, lost and withheld from his committee on purpose. Is that a Right, that right. So in the other video from, from Loudermilk, actually, um, he was talking about how they've got, they've got subpoenas, we've got other videos, um, and what really happened was they didn't have any of the stuff that they said they were talking about. Um, so then uh, January 6th committee, um, led by Benny Thompson, um, was required under law to preserve and turn over all data related to its probe at the end of the congressional term. Um, turns out that there was factual errors and they turned over four terabytes of data. Four terabytes of data. Loudermilk said his committee only received 2.5 terabytes of data. There's factual errors um, all over the place in terms of what took place. And additionally, Loudermilk said he discovered a letter from Thompson to White House Special Counsel Richard Sauber that his committee did not receive. The letter detailed an agreement between the January 6th committee and the executive branch to interview people whose names were later redacted. 
Why are the testimonies of people being redacted? Why are testimonies being withheld from Loudermilk? Could it be that there's testimonies that are actually going to contradict what the January 6th committee came up with? And uh, you guys have to. Have you, I know that there's a lot of information flying out there. Did you see the interview that uh, Tucker did with the, the head of the Capitol Police uh, who, was, uh, who was requesting backup and wasn't given any? It was New Jersey National Guard that actually ended up showing up. He says that he was deliberately kept out of briefings with the FBI and higher-level senior intelligence officials on January 6th preparations and logistics. As the, the head of the Capitol Police, he was not invited to any of those briefings. He asked for information. They wouldn't give it to him. And so when he's in the middle of this, uh, this, you know, this protest taking place, He's calling for assistance in order to block this thing from getting out of control, and nobody was sent to him on purpose until it was too late. Now we find out from, uh, from other sources that Christopher Ray very cutely is saying that he couldn't say if there was any FBI that were in the crowd or anything. Now we're finding out from another congressman there were hundreds, as many as two to 300 FBI agents peppered throughout the crowd, masquerading as though they were part of the protest. How many of them were actually facilitating, like Ray Epps? Let's keep going, keep going. We've come this far. We can't stop now. Go, go, go. In order to herd the sheep in for the slaughter. I'm not saying there wasn't bad actors that were there. Listen, we had uh, two trillion, what, what do we have? Like $2 billion worth of damage done with 200 riots and 17 policemen put into the hospital by BLM and Antifa. So America is a, is, 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 a, is a cauldron of discontent. I'm not saying we don't have equally frustrated people that are, that are you know, that are, that are at the Capitol that day. I'm saying they were so in the minority that there had to be an orchestration of this event in order to create the phenomenon known as the insurrection. And from the pipe bomb to the plainclothes FBI, uh, to the bizarre uh, videos we have of policemen opening up doors and, and we got people high-fiving each other. Evidently, we have a government that is willing to work with media that is complicit on lying to the American people, which means we have to be even more vigilant. You have to, we have to do the work that Solomon's doing, that Loudermilk's doing, and then we need broadcasts like this and others on Real America's Voice to get the truth out. I can't believe we're out of time already. Well, we're going to be back again tomorrow because the rest of what I want to talk about can't wait. We've got to get this next, what's happening with the border in Texas. i got some breaking news I want to give you, but we'll have to hold that till tomorrow. We'll see you again then. God bless. What happens if a natural disaster takes place? We have these weird tornadoes that hit in the Midwest and in Texas, but look at the hurricanes in Florida. People can literally have their uh, houses flooded or they're in a situation where they have no food or access to groceries. Everyone needs at least a four-week emergency food kit. And fortunately, My Patriot Supply has created a four-week emergency kit. And these products will last for 25 years. The interesting thing is they give you a 2,000 calorie per day uh, meal. And that's the key, delicious, and 2,000 calories a day, because that's what you're gonna to need to sustain yourself for four weeks in a crisis. We had the, uh, a winter freeze here in Texas of all places, and we had a couple of days where we had no electricity. I'm telling you something, this makes a huge difference. Mushroom rice pilaf, fluffy rice and mushrooms, seasoned with red wine and herb. And then how about starting the day off 
Maple Grove Oatmeal, old fashioned oats, maple flavoring with a pinch of brown sugar. This is what you want to do, four week emergency food kit and that's just for you. Think about your children, guarantee. Somebody around you is gonna need help. You're gonna to wanna to at least have the four week emergency kit. Go to lancewellnow.com forward slash Patriot. Use that link and you're gonna get a special discount on their special four week emergency kit promotion. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.